Hello. Hi. I don't know why I start my intros like that. I'm sorry. It's not a pleasant um, thing to hear. So, but anyway, hey, hi, hello. How are we? I hope we're fine today. Um, I'm kind of on a Deadly Women True Crime kick. So we're going to talk about Juana Barata, uh, La Mata. Mataviatas. I'm part Puerto Rican and I can't speak Spanish. Mataviatas. Oh my gosh, I just listened to them pronounce this. La Mataviatas. Oh my gosh. Um, it's uh, the little old lady killer. Uh, there is a trigger warning that I'm going to put in the description as well. Um, but it does involve a little lady killer. And um, there is a mention of uh, sex abuse. So, um, you know, do what you got to do, boo. But okay. So, Juana was born December 27th in 1957 in Hidalgo, Mexico. It's a rural area north of Mexico City. And her childhood sucked. Um, her mom was an alcoholic. She was a teen mom. She was a prostitute. So, like, life was not great for her growing up. And then when she was 12, her mom... Oh. I'm sorry. That text message came through. That was rude of me. I apologize. Um, but when she was 12, her mom, the alcoholic prostitute, traded her for three beers to a man that basically used her as a sex slave. She was 12. Like, she basically, like, loaded her up and was, like, or packed her up and was, like, you're going with him. You're old enough. And that was that. Three beers. That's what she traded her for. So, uh, she became pregnant with a son from him, and she went on to have three more children afterwards. Um... Mm -hmm. Juana was a single mom, like, eventually, like, you know, she got away, and she became a single mom, uh, and she worked really hard as a street vendor to take care of her four kids, um, in, like, the 90s and early 2000s. She was also super strong. Um, she could lift, like, 220 pounds and do, like, 10 reps, which, and she wasn't, like, a big woman, so, like, she was pretty impressive for, for someone her size, she also liked to wrestle. She participated in Lucha Libre or Mexican masked wrestling. Uh, and she uh, wrestled under the name La Dama, del, La Dama del Silencio or the Lady of Silence. Uh, she was described as like a conservative, like rough and trouble kind of, almost kind of woman. Um, like she could handle her own. Um, but in the ring, she wore a rather feminine costume. It was like pink and had butterfly mask and that kind of thing. And, um, so it was a very, uh, alternative or opposite, <laughs> alternate opposite, whatever, um, of kind of who she really was. Uh, but she kicked butt in the ring and she was considered a, like, she was looked at as like the hero of the ring. And she was damn good at it. So, in the 90s and 2000s, there, uh, she, there's stories about La Mata Viajata. La Mata Viajata. Viajatas. 
the Matapiahatas, uh, or the little old lady killer. But Juana has no fear. It's not because of her age, and it's not because of her strength, but it's because, if you can guess, she is La Mata Viejatas. The pol- so the police originally started out thinking like the killer was a male, possibly even two, because the victims were all strangled to death. And that takes a lot of strength. It's not easy to strangle someone. It's not like in a movie where it's like 10 seconds and they're out like, and it's done. You're, they're dead. Like, no, like it takes a lot of strength. Um, and it takes like several minutes to do. And you've got to be decently strong to, to stop their breathing. So nobody expected that it was like a female wrestler um, or anything like that. Uh, she would pretend she would gain entry by like, even though everyone was like on high alert, she dressed up like a nurse. She would be a welfare worker and would check in on the elderly. Da, 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 da. Super easy to trust her. And then when she got inside, she would use whatever was available. She would use wrestling moves. She would use belts, pantyhose, phone cords. And kill unsuspecting old ladies. Uh, she would also rob her victims of material items and cash. So, like, she was still renting, you know, jewelry, cameras, cash, whatever. But she didn't kill for the money. I mean, you don't have to kill someone just to rob them. You know what I mean? Especially, like, an old woman. Like, you don't have to do that. Um, her mom had passed. Like, when this had kind of started, her mom had passed away. And she was like pissed off because I mean her mom sold her three beers and like she suffered a life of abuse (laughs) like she was taking her rage out on these innocent old women um because she couldn't do it to her she couldn't kill her mom so like her mom was already gone so like she was doing like it was like murder by proxy kind of I guess if you want to kind of call it that um on January 25th, 2003, Juana follows an old woman home from the market and, like, helps, like, carry her groceries for her. And then she asks, 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 she asks, she asks for a glass of water. And the woman turned around and Juana grabbed a stethoscope that was on the counter and used that to strangle her. Uh, after robbing her victim, she left. But as she was leaving, a she didn't know that there was a boarder in the house. And he was coming in as she was leaving. So he saw her leave and was like, who are you? Why are you leaving my house? And as she's running, he looks past and he sees the old woman in the floor dead. And so he starts running after her. He yells for help. Mm-hmm. And eventually... Um, she was caught and uh, admitted that it was her. Apparently, she was, like, kind of proud of it. It was kind of, like, a flex for her to be like, yeah, I'm a woman, and I was the old lady killer, and I killed all these – I lo- killed all these bitches. Like, was kind of, like – I mean, she, like, was almost proud of it. Um, so, in March 2008, she was convicted of 11 homicides and is rumored to have up to 40 victims. They can only match her fingerprint to 10. Um, but there's up to 40 that she is rumored to have between the ages of 64 and 82. And so she's convicted of, of, I've, I've seen 10 and I've seen 11 homicides. Um, but everyone agrees that it's pretty much like up to like rumored up to possible, possibly 40 victims. So she, uh, was sentenced to 759 years in prison 
she kind of does what she can, makes the most of it. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, <laughs> you're in a Mexican prison. What else are you going to do, right? Um, so she's actually serves as a prison gym instructor and sells tacos uh, to support her family. Um, and she's also been married and divorced uh, while she's been in prison. Um, Juana admitted what she did, and she knows that what she did was wrong. But she places a lot of the blame on the fact that her mom, uh, you know, was abusive and terrible. And then, um, on, you know, and of course places blame on those who abused her and things like that. Um, so like she, she admits it, but she's, it's basically like, Hey, yeah, what I did was wrong. And I, I know it was wrong, but, um, that's kind of fucked up. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and I get that. I mean. It doesn't, it doesn't excuse it, but it explains it a little bit, you know what I mean? Sorry, I'm texting my boyfriend. He's doing a lot of driving for his new dog. It's just boring. Um, but yeah, no, I just, again, on a deadly woman hook, and, um, just, It's just wild to me that, like, someone could go through that and then someone do that to another person, much less, like, a bunch of other people. I don't know. I just, I get so, like, not, what's the word? I guess I'm not infatuated, but I guess interested in, like, true crime because I'm, like, I, I can't picture myself doing that. To someone like I can't imagine like strangling someone to death so I'm like you know it just kind of blows my mind I guess and I just find it interesting so uh it's a little short one it was kind of quick I couldn't find again couldn't find a whole lot of information on this one um deadly women did a good job of like getting the majority of the information in their episode um, it's season nine. I think it's episode five. I think it's called Payback is the name of the episode. Um, that's also the one with uh, Donna and Nicole and Joanne. Um, the other episode, that true crime episode that is um, on here. It's, uh, I think it's the episode I just recorded. No. Yes, it's the one I just posted. Um, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot, Robin. <laughs> it's a lot, Robin. So, but anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. I know this is kind of short, but, um, it was a pretty, there's not a, I mean, there's not a whole lot to, there's not a whole lot. I mean, like I said, you know, they know they connected her to 10, but I mean, who knows what can happen? I mean, she's going, she's not going anywhere. So it seems, I don't want to be like, it seems silly to prove her, you know, prove her guilty for, you know, the other 30, you know, she's, she's not going anywhere. So no, he's going to let that bitch out. If they ain't got to. So but anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you have an awesome day 
or nights or whatever. Um, don't forget that your clothes may be in the washing machine. You need to put them in the dryer. Um, and drink plenty of water. And we will chat again soon. Bye.